Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Welcome to the second episode of Episodes in Troubled Thinking, uh, a podcast between two transformative coaches with the inside-out understanding. Um, I'm joined by Steve M. Nash, and my name is Antti Vanhanen, and uh, we are located in the UK and Finland, respectively. Um, today, each week, we take turns uh, coaching each other and, and talking through various things and, and exploring uh, all sorts of, of uh Troubled thinking, one might say, and and today it's it's Steve's turn to be to be coach. So so Steve, what's on your mind today? Hello, Auntie. I love how you pronounce your name. You do it so much better than I do. <laughs> I've had a bit more practice. <laughs> um, yes. So um, the we we had this conversation last week, and I you coached me around anxiety, and it was a lovely conversation that was helpful, but it didn't get recorded. And even though I have traces of anxiety in me at the moment, uh, oddly, I'm anxious about not being anxious, which, see, it's perverse, isn't it? <laughs> it's totally perverse. Um, I don't really know what we could talk about, what I would like to talk about, because I seem to be somewhat liberated by me being me and having nothing on it. And so therefore, I don't seem to have a problem even though I've got certain situations that could be better. So I thought, well, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. So let's, I don't know what might come of that conversation, but at the moment, I don't know. I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think, I think that's a wonderful point to, to start exploring is kind of a little bit of an open mind and, and curiosity and just see, see where this conversation takes us. Um, as, as you were talking, uh, you mentioned that some things could be, you know, of course, could be better. Yes. And, and this brought this uh, because better is a is a is a one hundred percent subjective uh, quality or an assessment. Just as just like worse is or, or positive and negative, we we make that up as we go. And so, what might be you know a terrible situation for you and the way you'd improve it might be for somebody else might be like, oh, that's a terrible direction. Why would he do that? For for example, so so this image that came to mind that you might have like a perfect circle, and then you give it to like different people and say like now improve that, and then and then you know somebody would make it turn it into a, I don't know a hexagon and have multiple angles and 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 somebody would just keep it a circle but they would color it a certain color and they would all you know in, in each of their opinions they would have made it better, but of course objectively yeah. it, it you know it's just different it's it's no better than it was before. So, so that's just something that that just popped into my head right off the bat when you when you said what yes. you said. Thank you for sharing that. Um, it's funny when you, what you share without realizing there's some judgment on it or some some thinking attached to it. Mm. Uh, so things could be better, or I have things on my mind that I would like to improve, or like a, a bank balance to go higher, for example, mm. or to to have more coaching clients. And I guess that's what I, my throwaway comment was about. And mm-hmm. I, I have a, this lovely circle, this perfect circle. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, obviously, my circle could be better. It could be, <laughs> it could be bigger. It could be bigger. Maybe it could be smaller. Uh, thank you. Mm. Yes. Um, it, it is fascinating how we carry this thinking around with us. We're, we're totally living via the principle of thought but we carry our thinking around with them often it can be quite heavy and we don't see it we're not carrying it it's just this is what life is yes. this is life this is life obviously everybody wants to have a bigger bank balance or more clients or fewer clients or or um or they want this or they want everybody wants that that's not mm. thinking that's not thinking is it 
Yes, thank you. Hmm. Um, it's also uh, another thing that comes to mind from what you just said that it's in, it's incredibly easy to because you said like of course everybody wants you know more money in their bank account. And, yes. And so some people they just they they make that their goal, and you know just like they it's easy to want to be be super fit and have a chiseled six pack. Of course, of course yes. you want to be uh, you know a rock star and and popular and play in front of you know thousands of screaming fans. Of course. And, and it occurs to me that a lot of times it's a really unhelpful question to ask is, well, what do we want? Because it's incredibly easy to want an outcome. You know, it's easy to want like money in the bank or, or to be super fit, but that doesn't really help us because those are still easy to want. What, what I find is, is, is more helpful is to say like, well, what do you actually want to do? Because to do anything, to achieve anything, it requires doing, and it's it's going to have ups and downs. For example, if you want a chiseled six pack, but you don't, you just you love the idea of that, but you hate the idea of going to the gym. You know, it's it's going to be a struggle. You know, it's probably not going to happen. So, I found uh, recently over the I don't know, probably the last six months or so, that when I ask myself uh, like a question that, well, what do I really want to do? What am I? One way to look at it is what am I willing to suffer for, you know, to to keep going even when it doesn't seem fun or easy, that it's, it's just my thing that I'm doing. Um, then I seem to find that the that the outcome comes almost effortlessly, as opposed to when I make an when I make an outcome the ultimate goal, and then I just got to get there no matter what, and I got to motivate myself and I got to discipline myself, and and what I what ends up happening is I spend eighty percent of my or something like that, with my energy just fighting myself. Oh, I don't really want to. No, but you must. And I don't really, I, I don't get there. I very seldom in my life have I actually managed to beat myself in those situations and really get there in the long run. For a short moment, yeah, I can, I've, I've been able to overcome myself. But in the long haul, it's, it's been a, it's been a terrible strategy and I've, I've done it for most of 40 years. Oh, because of, of course, we want this, we want that. Yeah. Nothing, there's nothing questioned about that thought. Mm. Oh, how we might achieve something. Yeah. How things get achieved. What's required for things to get done. Do I do it on my own? Do I ask people for help? Do I get somebody else to do it? Mm. Do I have to do it? Do I have to force it? Does it have to be difficult? Do I have to know right now? Do I have to know everything I need to know right now? Uh, even if I, like I want, there's, there's quite a few things I would probably like to achieve uh, in, the, you know, in the world of form, maybe writing a book or writing two books or having a, making a living from a coaching practice. But there are times when I find myself still not wanting to do anything and that's okay as well. Mm. Even though my being still, it doesn't seem logical that my being still will achieve these things. Mm. It, does, it, does, it seems like, oh no, I've got to do something. I've got, I've got to do something. Mm. And I'm kind of there at the moment. I've, I feel pleasantly okay for no reason. There's no real reason, you know, apart from I'm alive and I'm me and there's lots of things for me to be grateful for, for, for being me and alive, but usually I ignore those things. And then I think, right, well, remember what, what, and I've got a house over my head, as it were, but other than that, there's no reason for me to feel pleasantly okay, but I do. Hmm. I feel right now. Even though there's like a hint of anxiety, like I know I should be doing. There's several things I've put on a to-do list um, for this week, for this month, and I, so far I don't seem to be doing them. And I have a website that's playing up, and it's kind of down, and is it down? And I don't really understand it. Nobody goes to this website, so it doesn't really make any difference. But I seem to want to know. Well, you know, I need to find out what's wrong with it. 
Um, and me finding out what's wrong with it is stopping me from doing what I should be doing today. <laughs> um, and now I'm having, I'm having this conversation with you and then I'll have lunch. So then it'll be the afternoon and I might find something else to do. Um, but that all seems to be okay today. Tomorrow, given these situations, these circumstances, I might get anxious about it and beat myself up mm. and then create a list of, you know, some action steps. Um, yeah, write an even longer to-do list. Or yeah. more, more detailed one, or, or however that might be, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm... Uh, that's why I didn't really have anything to sort of talk about. I'm sure I could make a problem, or I could think about a problem <laughs> and make it come a bit more alive yeah. uh, with the wants that I should be having, should be achieving, should be doing. Um, but I didn't seem to want to do that. Hmm. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I think a lot of times it's uh, it's a wonderful place to explore just in general how, how, how something is as opposed to trying to solve one particular uh, problem or, or, or feeling or, or whatever it might be. This this um, this website problem. It's I it, I've I've been running websites for maybe fifteen or twenty years, and I've been I've had a computer for. 30 or 40, well, a long time, mm. maybe 30 years. I used to be a computer programmer, and now I'm like a web designer or I create, I've got a blog, transformative coaching blog, so I update that. So I'm on the computer a lot, and I do Skype conversations. So I've got this website, and I've never had this problem before. And I've spoken to a few people, and they're kind of saying there's nothing really wrong, but something's up. I have no idea what it is, and it's kind of beyond my technical abilities. But I kind of think... I'm going to find out what this is sooner or later. I'm going to. It will be obvious, mm. but at the moment, I don't know what it is, and it's it's kind of interesting. It's because I ought to know, because I've got a lot of experience, <laughs> but, and it's never happened before. Mm. So it's kind of interesting that it's never happened before, as well. Mm. It's, no, it's, that, quite, it's fascinating when it's never happened before, especially around something that you know quite a lot about. So yes. you kind of feel like you've covered all, you've covered it all. Yeah. But I haven't, this has never happened. This website's kind of, it's working and it's not working. It's like, it's odd. It, it reminds me a little bit of, um, this might be a really weird analogy, but um, my dad is really, um, he likes birds and he's got these bird books at the summer cottage and, and he knows basically all kinds of birds. And then if he sees a bird that he doesn't recognize or has never seen before, I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, it's probably just passing through, whatever, you know, because I don't know much about birds. And, you know, I appreciate that when I see them fly and then sing, but that's about as far as my interest goes. But because he knows so much about birds and others, this is something that I don't know. It makes him incredibly curious. So he gets his binoculars and he studies it and tries to see what it looks like. And then he gets his book and he tries to find it. And, and... It's, it's really fascinating to see how, how involved he is in that. And I, I think it's, um, I think the more you know about something, then, then, uh, every time that you come into that area, there's something that you don't know. I think it's incredibly human to become extra curious about, well, what is that? I thought, I thought I knew everything that was kind of in this area. Now there's some, some mystery that, you know, behind some corner that I haven't actually taken a look. And maybe that's what's happening simply with your with your website that it's an invitation to to you know explore something and, and learn something new. It feels like a, uh, it feels like an invitation to be distracted. Um, <laughs> but I but I but I am actually enjoying like your your father's curiosity with birds. I mean, I when I say I know quite a lot about websites, I know a decent amount. But I'm you know I'm not I'm not I'm not a Google qualified engineer mm. or anything like that. You know I'm not. I'm not a PhD expert, but I have a I have a certain level of comfort, um, and and I quite like that fascination with not knowing because because really we we're all kind of experts at being human, and yet when we come into a situation that we don't know something about, we don't know how to achieve this or how to make my, this relationship better, or something comes up that's a challenge, and we well I don't usually like it when that happens. Uh. I want. I don't want this to happen. I want it to be smooth. I don't want something to, that I've never experienced before to appear. 
But it just seems like, well, why not? Wouldn't it be great? An opportunity for me to learn something new. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, it's, it could be, I could have that fascination with earning money, with coaching clients, with being coached. But I, I, I wonder I wonder if it comes down to that when you feel that you already know so much about something. Because I, I think of anything that, that somebody would know a lot about. If if somebody knows a lot about like how car engines work and then somebody comes and friend comes over and said like my engine is making funny noise, he'd be incredibly curious because you know it's like oh I know so much, it's like what could it be? He you know, he'd he'd be driven to find out. Or like if some guy is a, is a master at a video game and then somebody pulls off a move that he's never seen before, he'd get incredibly curious about, well, how did, how did you do that? How does that work? Right? So maybe we don't get curious, as curious about things when we think that there is so much that we don't know. That it's just another one of those things that we don't know and it would take so long to learn them all that maybe it doesn't make, you know, it's, it, it's not worth my time to get curious about this really, that's this, this single one thing at this time. Well, I think you're right in that we think. Yeah. We definitely do think. When we're presented with, or I think, when I'm presented with, I don't know something. Mm. I think. And maybe the people that know a lot, they think something different. Mm. They're, you know, there's, there's, people, there's people that um, succeed. Um, say Richard Branson, Sir Richard Branson, a virgin... Um, yeah. Running Virgin. He not everything is done as worked out um, business wise, but he, he he's done he's he's kind of created business opportunities in many different spheres, many different um, ah. areas, uh, markets. Um, he could have just consolidated and done what he was good at, but somehow. He, he liked learning and starting and, and, and knowing nothing and then knowing something and knowing a lot. And somehow he's sort of got used to that sort of cycle, that like the, the, the learning, how long it takes me to learn something new. And he, he's, he's, so I think it's more our relationship with learning something new. What, how, do, how are we with learning something new? Um, and I know that people that succeed... Like you could have a film actor who becomes a great director or a great novelist or something, and you think maybe they're just talented, but maybe they just they like learning and they like getting better. Mm. And maybe the ones that don't succeed don't like that process of of kind of facing what you don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. I guess yeah. it's all it's all thinking, isn't it? I I just I know. There are, some, there, are, there are certain situations I, I don't like facing that I don't know. Hmm. Like well, well, car yeah. maintenance, for example, yeah. or, or home improvement. I feel I ought to know these things. Or, or so when I don't farms. know, <laughs> then I have a thinking that says, that, get to, that chastises me. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, um, that reminds me, like, I just saw somebody was. Um, was saying that the that the biggest key to success is is how good you are at learning. But I kind of look at small children, and I think they're the ultimate learning machines. You know, they didn't have to be taught how to learn. You know, they they learn naturally. They learn directly. And I think the biggest difference is that they're just so driven by curiosity, and they're always yeah. trying to test whatever they do. And, and it occurs to me maybe that that's just the two things that as, as adults, we become protective of ourselves and protective of, uh, feelings of failure and disappointment and frustration that we don't actually let our curiosity just flow and, and follow wherever it might lead and, and try things and get that actual real world feedback where I think where true learning happens. Because you can read something from a book and say like, oh yeah, I got it. But then as soon as you go into the real world, you're going to find out that it's more complicated than that every single time. So maybe that's, I don't know, what do you think about that? I think curiosity is a lovely energy. 
to be in and thinking seems to or taking our thinking seriously seems to be what gets in our way of being curious or not knowing when we become adults mm. um, I guess children learn they, 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 they have to fall over they have to crash their bicycles they have to go and talk to somebody and the person that they talk to ignores them or cries or or smiles mm. all those things are happening and we think our way out of that we think our way into the to the answer we we, we, we go to our head versus so mm. direct experience Yeah. I enjoy um, being. <clears throat> I enjoy silence mm. when I'm having a Skype conversation with you. I enjoy talking to you, Anthony. And, <laughs> so it's uh, not just the silence is when I stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm kind of curious. I'm mindful that silence on a podcast might might not work very well. Mm. Well, it's ultimately it's our podcast, you know. It it it, it is what it is, and uh, and the people who hate those silences, then you know they're gonna probably leave us a one star review, and they're no, they'll never come back. And and the ones that don't don't mind or like them, you know, they'll probably keep coming back. Yes, mm. indeed. Yeah, my um at the moment, I mean uh. I'm in this little sort of conversation with myself, me, myself, and my bank balance. Mm. And it's a number. It's a low number. It can be a high number. It's a positive number. Um, That's a good sign. Uh, well, it's a positive number in one way. In another way, it's a negative number. So it all depends yeah. how you add the numbers up. It's sort of like economic, you know, like some of these businesses that are really successful, they're, they're making billions, but they've debt. Is greater than what they're making, but it, yeah. when it, when they present everything, they're making a lot of money. But the, the true thing is they're in debt. Mm. But but debt seems to be how things get created mm. in the business world. And I don't know that much about that. But it, for me, debt seems like a bad thing. But that's just my thinking. So anyway, I have this relationship with me, myself, and this number, um, and I've had it for the last few years. Um, and my number is the lowest it's been probably you know, for the last few years. Um, and I can get some money from here or I can get some money from there or I can borrow some money. When I borrow some money, the number goes up. Obviously, the, the debt number goes up as well. But my mm. number goes up and then I think, oh, look, my number is high. And I can pay <laughs> the bills for this month and the next mm. month. And then the number goes down really low. I think, oh, that number's low. I need to do something about that. There's this... Uh, uh, there's this uh, wonderful saying that if you if you owe the bank uh, ten thousand pounds, then you've got a problem. If you if you owe the bank a hundred million pounds, then the bank has a problem. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, I owe the bank a few thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah, so you, I've you, got the problem at so the moment. You, you need to take a bigger loan. Maybe that's the answer here. I do need to take a bigger <laughs> loan. Any suggestions how I might be able to manage to get the bank to loan me a uh, hundred million? Ah, uh, well, nothing comes to mind as of yet. But um, if uh, you know, if you ever run into Richard Branson over there in the UK, then you know, maybe ask him a couple of good questions. Maybe I need to form my own uh, political party, like. Um, the chap in uh, France has just done. Uh, mm. Maybe that costs 100 million to, to set one of those up. Probably, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, 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 in, I'm in relation with this number, me, myself, and this number. And uh, today I'm surprisingly not bothered by the lowness of the number. Part of me is anxious about not being bothered. I need to do no, Steve. You need to do some. You need to. You need to make some calls. You need to get some clients in. You need to. You need to do, need to do something. And I'm going. Oh yeah, I probably do. Probably do. But I'm I'm not bothered at the moment, and it feels nice. Then the and anxiety says, No, it can't be. You got to do something. Yeah. That seems to be what's going on. And like a, it's the lowest it's been for the last several years, really. And this is the least bothered I've been, as well, mm. which is a bit weird. It's a bit weird. But I like it. I like not being bothered. 
I'm I'm not not bothered. I'm I'm something else. Kind of okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. When when you say that, um, you're you're sometimes a bit bothered that you're not bothered. Um, yes, that's my anxiety. That kind of sounds to me like um, that part of you still kind of holds on to that old belief that um, I, would, I would do better and I'm trying hard if I, if I like, push myself and you know, feel a bit more pressure and stress, put that on myself. If I, if I trusted less and did more. Yeah. Yes, I think, I think the part of me is believe that, yeah. Hmm. Outside in thinking, as it were. Although I think all thinking is outside in, but I know that's probably a conversation for another time. I assume we've probably <laughs> had that conversation. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I've, there's formless and form, isn't there? My pretty much my most of my experience is form, and that's that's afterwards. Yeah. It's, it's not before. Exactly. Exactly. I have a very similar experience. Um, maybe going back to that. Um, conversation we just had a bit earlier about curiosity um yeah what could you get curious about in your you know in your try like uh relationship between the three of you you yourself and and, and your back balance well i could be curious about What happens if I don't get more money? Mm. I could be curious about what actually happens. I could be curious about the consequences actually playing out. I mean, I could be, I could think about them, mm. but I could actually be curious about what I, what happens, what actually happens, mm. how I feel, the, the the steps, the people knocking on the door, the the repossession of the house in a few months' time. Um, I could be curious about that, mm. I suppose. Um, I could be curious about how I'm not bothered today. Last week, I was bothered about lots of things, including my low bank balance. Mm. But today, I'm not. Most of the things I was anxious about last week, I'm not. I don't seem, they don't seem to be bothering me. It's it's just yeah. Does that, I don't know if that's an answer. But I, I think I think that's that points to something incredibly fundamental that um, we don't experience our circumstances and, and and our thinking. It's just spiritual energy, and it's and it's always changing. So. So when we're at a at a higher level, then you know things don't bother us, and and when we're like at a at a you know low tide, then then you know the it, the, the like our account number looks like the end of the world, and and the smallest obstacles seem like you know uh, insurmountable walls, and and that kind of thing. Yes. And yeah. I, I think that's the that's that's the beauty of this that even though what you felt last week, the the conditions, your circumstances haven't really changed at all since then. Yeah. Yet your feeling, your experience of it is incredibly different. Yes. I was, uh, last week I was anxious and I was bothered and I was bothered about being bothered and I could feel it in my body and small decisions just felt too difficult to make. Mm. It just felt overwhelming. And today, as I said, the only bother I've got is a, is a little voice saying, you should be bothered. Right. You should be doing something. What the hell? This yeah. nonsense inside our understanding. It's not an excuse for inaction. Get doing something. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm enjoying being me today, I think. I can tell. I'm enjoying, I, I I'm can enjoying tell. being I, me today. And that, how fantastic is that? Yeah. Of course it might change. I might... I might get another thought in my head and I'm suddenly it feels a bit a bit anxious or down or something. Mm. Could always change. Absolutely, and it probably will at some point. Mm. <laughs> I think there was a quote from um was was the movie called Wall Street that had um uh, um Charlie Sheen in uh in it? Michael Douglas. 
Yeah, Michael Douglas, I think, was in it as, as oh, right. as well. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. And, and uh, the old guy said when, 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 the, when the young guys came and they were making a killing in the, in the stock markets, he just came over to him said, and he said that, enjoy it while it lasts because it never does. And I think it's the same thing with, with uh, the yeah. human experience. The water doesn't matter if you're feeling bad or good or, or anything in between. The only thing that's constant is that it's going to change. And it doesn't matter whether you keep your circumstances stay the same or you try to keep making things better. It's still going to happen. My bank balance is going to change too, one way or the other. Absolutely. It's just inevitable. <laughs> Up or down, it's inevitable. It's inevitably going to change. Yeah. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> part of my... I understand this, this understanding... Uh how we create our reality from the inside by the three principles of mind, consciousness, and thought. This understanding, it seems to, it seems to speed up slow people and slow down fast people. Mm. Busy, 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 people slow. Slow, 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 people get more into the world. Yeah. That's what it seems. That It seems to be like that. Maybe, maybe not. Um... I seem to have carried on exactly the same, and I feel like part of me feels like I'm just this understanding is justifying my inactivity. It's justifying my actions, and I kind of know that's not true, but part of it it partly feels like that, and and I, and I, but but I think well that can't be true. That can't be. That can't be. That's not true, Steve. It's just not true. And so then I start to think, what's the purpose and what's the point of me not earning very much money, or me, me kind of struggling and suffering with, uh, with this kind of poverty? What's the point? How? How? What? How is it useful to me, or how is it useful for me to share with other people? What's the value of it? What's the use of it? And and I've been thinking about that, and most of the time I don't come up with an answer. I do not come up with an answer. And when I don't come up with an answer, that kind of feels like it's pointless. Are you totally saying that? Pointless. Are you saying that this conversation might be a bit pointless for people, since uh, you know you're you're kind of in that same predicament that you haven't kind of moved on from it? Do you think that that is that what you're saying, or? I, I'm I'm saying that part of my anxiety with my life is having to justify my experience. Sometimes with myself, mm. the value of it. I see the value of creating, creating a coaching program, creating um, um, an organization, creating um, a movement, mm. creating followers, creating coaching clients. I see a value in that. Mm. I can. That's a, there's a story to that. That's the story that people are interested in. Mm. The story of being broke, that doesn't seem to be a very interesting story. <laughs> that, that's the before. People are interested in the after. Mm. So part of me says there's no value to this, Steve. There's no value. But recently, every now and then I, I see a value, and it seems to be, it seems to, the value seems for me, it seems like, do I, am I okay being me? Yeah. When I've got nothing. When there's no point, when everybody seems to be saying to me, do more, why aren't you getting a job? Why aren't you getting out of there and, and serving the world more? Maybe everybody isn't saying that. Maybe I just think that they're saying that. Mm. And so I kind of, oh no, whatever's going on is okay. Whatever is going on, whether I've got a successful coaching practice or I haven't got a successful coaching practice, it's always okay, and and I, that seems to be a value, mm. a usefulness of, it's okay, I'm okay, when I can see, I can see I'm okay even in a so-called bad situation, mm. and that is what I seem to have recognised in the last couple of days, which pleased me. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful realization, and I really like how you articulated it. That maybe maybe simply. You know, hearing where you are and the ups and downs you go through, and then still hearing that you're fundamentally okay. Maybe that helps some people kind of uh, put less stress and pressure on themselves. 
uh, and just kind of realize that, hey, it's it's okay the way it is. And mm-hmm. I believe that when we do that, that we relax a little bit and we give ourselves that little bit of space, then that usually opens up uh, something and that allows us to to find a, a totally new path, a new idea. Um, sometimes completely out of the blue and that can change everything. Well, I think relaxing opens you up, doesn't it? Mm. The one that relaxes, that that one is opened. Yes. And I, 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 I could, it probably would be useful if I let go of the thought that what I do has to be useful. What I do has to be an example to others. What I do has to be some kind of, uh, you know, uh, opportunity for others to do similar. Mm-hmm. You know that I, I I could probably do with letting go of that thought. That this is my experience, and it doesn't have to be useful to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if, if you know you use the word. Letting go, it kind of implies doing. Whereas if you, if we kind of, we say that, you know, let it be, you know, then it just kind of hovers around, you know, like a, like a butterfly and it sits in your finger when it wants to and it leaves when it wants to. You don't really have control over it. Whereas like so letting I go, just, letting go kind yes. of means that you've caught a, you've caught a bird in your hand and now we'll, now we'll, we'll kind of, you know, set it free. Yeah. So I, I think you're saying, why, what if I just notice that sometimes I think that? Yeah. Think that my life has to be, my experiences have to be useful to other people. Mm. If I just notice that I think that sometimes. I do think that. I think that a lot. Mm. I don't know why. It seems an odd thing to think, doesn't it? An oddly grand thing to think. <laughs> It's, it seems, when I've spoken to coaching clients in the past, they compare their experience with other people of the, the insights that they may have had via this inside-out understanding, what they've seen about life, what they've seen about themselves. They may be alcoholics and now they're not. They may have had a, they may be, um, had a weight issue, now they don't. They may have had PTSD, now they don't. It's such a it's such a stark example. It's such a it's it's so compelling for people to to they're drawn to it. This strong story. Yeah. And it seems that people seem to need to have that strong story. And I I I think maybe we maybe we all have a strong story. Maybe some of us see it, some of us don't. But most of us have small stories, small differences, mm. small changes. And I think I think that's. I'm not comparing. I'm not saying one's better than the other. But I think those small differences are are as important. Like I I don't have a big story, a big transformation story, to to, to wow people. Mm. I have lots of small small differences. I connect with people better in a small way. I enjoy myself more in a small mm. way. You know, it's weird. I, 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 I find it easier to sort of relax when I'm on my own. It seems not always, but often. And so I've started relaxing with myself on my own in a different way. I'm kind of more goofy, and it's kind of surprising. <laughs> this might sound weird, but I'm kind of riffing with the radio talk to I live on my own so I, I kind of sing and riff with the radio and what's going on and kind of join in and in the conversation but I, I I'm kind of doing it louder than I probably used to do and I'm on my own mm. see what I mean I'm on my own so there's nobody that I'm having to pretend to be a certain person with or anything mm. I'm just on my own but I seem to be different with myself does, does that make any sense Sense. You mean you mean different, different than before? With, yeah, yeah, I do. Which kind of sounds strange, mm. but that's a small difference for me. Yeah, but a I just small, yeah. 
I wonder. I wonder if it just comes from that you are trusting more that what occurs to you in the moment and just being that as opposed to thinking that you know this is what Steve is or and this is what this is how Steve behaves and I should behave like this because I think a lot of times that's what we do we carry this this idea of of who we are this self image around yes. an, an identity yeah. and and we don't realize it but it kind of fits like a straitjacket you know it might be to our per- our, our specifications yeah. but it doesn't really allow us to move in ways we're not used to moving Yes, I think you're exactly right. It just sort of, I guess I'm slightly surprised that I might even do that with myself. Mm. Have a way of being with myself. Mm. I seem to be more relaxed with me. Just, just, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it's obvious that's how it would be, but I've just noticed, I mean, I've always been kind of, I've always been relaxed, goofy, um, Quirky, yeah. I kind of kind of like myself like that. I've always kind of had that, and every some with some people I've shown that side of myself, mm-hmm. and with most people I haven't. I've kind of decided that they wouldn't get that person, they wouldn't like that person, they wouldn't like this treasure that I that I treasure. So I haven't shared that treasure with them. So I've kind of liked that version of me. It just seems that there's a depth to that person to that version of me that I hadn't seen before. Or mm. There's more to it than I realized. It, it just, it surprised me. Mm. And maybe, maybe I'm being with myself in a way that I've never been with myself, but because it's been small steps, I haven't really noticed the difference. Mm. But I, I like what you're saying about the, the mm. you just trust, you're trusting the moment. Versus trusting some some intellectual idea of who Steve is, mm. what Steve does, what he likes, what he doesn't like, what he's good at, what he's not good at. Mm. You know, I had um, I had a slightly odd experience a couple of days ago. I uh, was walking in the more or less in the middle of nowhere. I'd, I was trying to find. A, I was near a place called Dovestones, and I was on the main road. It's um, well, I don't know where Dovestones is. Maybe it's in. Uh, Derbyshire. I don't know. <clears throat> I live in West Yorkshire anyway. So I was trying to find the lake and I took, I went, oh, I'm going to go up this road and I'll find the path to the lake. And the, it didn't take me there, unfortunately. So I ended up walking back down. But on the way back down, I walked past this woman and she was parked and the hazard lights were on. It was slightly hazardous where she was parked. And I went, oh, morning, because it's a beautiful day. <clears throat> and I was going to pass on and I thought, Hmm, I'm going to ask if she's okay. And I went, are you okay? And she wasn't okay. She had a flat tire. And she didn't know how to fix it. And she had this big sort of metal thing sticking into a tire. Now, I'm not really very good at fixing cars. So I didn't really want to be her knight in shining armor because that's not what I'm good at. I'm not very good at that. I'm not, I'm not good at that. And I go, oh, please, I don't want to be here. I don't want to rescue you because I, I know less than you do. So I kind of looked around the car to find where the spare tire was and said some things and made a few jokes about how sunny it was. And it was nice to break down in sunny weather, which I don't think I went down very well, but never mind. Um, and uh, she was kind of lost and I was lost and we didn't really know what to do. And then I saw some, some guys were cycling up the hill and then they were turning left to go up off road. And, and then I thought, oh, I don't know what to do here. So I'm going to ask those guys to see if they know what to do. And they kind of knew more than I did. And the, they got out this, uh, there was no spare, it seems. And there was this solution that you can kind of pump into the tire to fill the tire so it can move for maybe 10 miles or 20 miles. It's like, a, it's like a foam, isn't it, that you put inside Yeah, it's the like tire. a yeah. foam. And they kind of, there's two guys and we, we, we talked and I listened and the woman listened and I wasn't really doing anything. But... I was just there and they sorted it out for her and she kind of drove off and it was hissing but I don't know what happened but something happened but I, I think a few years ago I would not have asked those guys I would have felt embarrassed that I didn't know what to do and I couldn't help her I would have maybe I would, wouldn't have even asked how she was I would have just carried on and because she didn't say she wasn't she was just struggling with her mm. thinking and she didn't even she didn't even want to ring her mum because she was embarrassed that she'd run over this metal she was like in her early twenties, so she had her thinking, 
I had my thinking, but it wasn't that bad. I was able to get these guys, and they probably had their thinking, but they sorted it out a little bit, and they kind of did have an experience of it. It was all, it was interesting, and somehow that unknown moment, I managed to get through it, more or less okay. Um, and that was a bit rambly. I don't know why I shared that, but um, there's an ease to be me being me, even when I come across situation that I'm not very good at mm. is a thought I believe quite easily yeah I, I, I want to be the man to the woman I want to be that man you know the man that deals with it I've got this Ta-da! I want to be that man and sometimes I'm not that man <laughs> sometimes mm. I don't know either <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing I think when I when I look at myself and then people even older than myself like my parents and, and you see that how we kind of get stuck in these, in our ways. That I'm good at this, I like doing this, and then, then we only want to seek out those things in our lives anymore. And and we almost yeah. put up walls against almost any new things, if in any ways they kind of seem uh, difficult or unknown or unpleasant. And we don't even want to put ourselves in those situations. And I think it's wonderful. I think that story just shows that... Uh, you just you just went with with what seemed to make sense for you in the moment, and you didn't care how you looked because you knew that that wasn't that didn't really have any any uh, relevance in the situation. I didn't care too much. Yeah, but I cared a little, but I didn't care. I'm, these guys, I'm glad I I went over to the guys interrupted. They wouldn't have stopped because because they, they saw a woman and a guy. They thought that's her boyfriend. He mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's got it. That's what they thought. Maybe they're thinking um, like, like, like he's pretty old for her, but he's pretty handsome yeah. too. So you know, hey, sense. that's a bit cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she had her thinking, so she wasn't even asking for help. She did go to a house nearby to see, but nobody was there. And maybe that effort of asking for help kind of was too much for her. Um, and and I, when I went past her, I just went, "Are you okay?" I just I, I would have just been listening a bit better than I normally do. Mm. And I just she's she's she doesn't seem okay. And I just asked her. And then she said, No, I'm not. I've got I've got a flat tire, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Mm. I don't even know if I've got a spare, you know? Nobody wants to feel helpless, do they? Whether you're a man or a woman, it's it's it doesn't Well there you go. We don't we find it difficult to be curious about being feeling helpless. Mm. We could curious. But that was that was just this is one of the small ways that my life is different. I have these interactions like that, little human to human interactions that I wouldn't have had in the past. Mm. And even even the bank balance thing. You know, I used to be a computer programmer, then I was a self employed online publisher. My bank balance was always alright. There was that much money, then there was a little. There was the, there was that much, yeah, much. I'm doing a big hands now, and then less, and then yay, and then less. And it ebbed and flowed, and I kind of knew how it went. And then money out was always less than money in, so it was fine. I never, never really had a, a, a bank balance number problem. I've never really had a problem with that. The last few years, I've kind of half because the numbers kind of ebbed and flowed, and it's just got lower and lower and lower. And there's little take money from this and take money from that and then I add it and then I'm, and so the last sort of five years I've kind of created the Steve's got a problem with his bank balance that I've created that story but I never I never had that story before mm. I never had the story of creating a million either I've got to create a million never had that story well I just, had to, I just get by I just yeah. get, I just get my story uh, I wonder because Money is such a loaded concept because, you know, ultimately it, it isn't real, but we all have our, yeah. you know, beliefs and, and stories and meanings we give to it. And, and I just wonder if, if we do this, uh, you know, like for one minute, we take a little exercise and, and we kind of assume that money is like your physical health. And, you know, for years you used to do sports and you were in great health yeah. and you didn't really have to think about it. And, yeah. and now you've kind of quit your, your your sporting career, yeah, and uh, you know you're you're doing things here and there, but you're noticing that your physical condition is slowly deteriorating. Yes, 
and and um, how do you know me, Dante? That's how, that's, <laughs> that's exactly exactly what's going on in my life. <laughs> have, you, have you got some webcams spying I've, on? Me I've actually I've actually never seen you above the waist, so so, <laughs> <laughs> so I really can't just uh, yeah. But because you know, if if I look at it from kind of things from that perspective, right? Then yeah. and I kind of compare that physical health to money. Then it's kind of like, well, it kind of makes sense that the money in my in my uh, account, my, you know, my bank balance is, is slowly going down, kind of like my physical health is because I'm not really doing, and I think that's the key word doing is, is, is missing and to, to create it. And of course with money, it's, we can make it super complicated and we can talk about, you know, business strategies and marketing strategies and, and sales funnels and, and, and all this stuff. But I think what it really fundamentally comes down for, for people, particularly in, in our profession, but all professions, I think, in general, is that as long as we are out there helping and, and serving people and giving of ourselves, you know, creating something, then, you know, it's kind of like that's our form of exercise that will eventually give us that, you know, fitness or money in this in, in this instance back. I didn't get the last bit. I yeah. didn't get the last bit. Yeah, so um, if we look at it, that for us, kind of like, you know, playing sports, we're, we're out there, you know, active. We're running, yeah. we're jumping, yeah, yeah. We're, we're competing. And, and that's, what, that's what made us fit. The same way, the, the way to make money is that, you know, we're, we're out there serving and helping and, and, and creating things that could help and, and serve other people. So it's, it's kind of what's, what's missing a lot of times that I, I noticed because I, you know, I'm in roughly similar situations you are, is that sometimes we get so up in our heads that, that we, we forget the most important bit, which is the, which is the doing and, and the serving. And the more we do that, then it's kind of like we're naturally healthier and creating, um, you know, value for clients and, and eventually that value will be returned. And it, it doesn't necessarily need to be this relationship between me and money or, or me and physical health. It's more about what's my relationship to serving people or what's my relationship to actually doing something physical. Well, very interestingly, I have stopped working out as much as I used to do. Mm. Uh, like I used to... Well, in my 20s and 30s, I used to do a lot of working out so I could play sports. I just needed to be fit enough to play soccer, football, uh, play badminton. So I needed to be fit to play this. So I used to work out, cycle, run, walk, <clears throat> gym, circuit training, body pump, um, spinning classes. By so, and over the years, I've I've done them less. And in the last sort of five to ten years. I hardly do them at all, and so now I've put maybe half a stone on. Mm -hmm. So I've hardly done them, and I. But I don't do them because I don't want to do them. So that's the first thing. I, I don't want to force myself to do them anymore. Mm -hmm. Is what I'm saying. I but I make sure I walk every day, and I make sure I do some. I make sure I do a minimum. So I am not. I'm not kind of just giving up because my health, my physical health, matters to me. So. Mm -hmm. It matters, and so I do a minimum. I call it doing a minimum. Um, now, maybe that's what I'm doing in the world of earning money. Mm. Maybe, metaphorically, I'm doing a minimum because I, I have some coaching conversations. I update my smnash.com blog. I have email courses. I write e-books. All of those things are, are, are and maybe they're an indirect way, but they're a way of serving people. Writing a blog post, I've or recording a video. They serve people, and so uh, they might not be directly making me wealthier, but they are. They are a form of doing, and they might not be doing enough, but they're still doing. Hmm. So that's kind of my experience of fitness, earning money. Um, there's like. I'm doing the minimum at the moment. Well, it seems to be that kind of the maybe uh, like you know we just you know uh, some new ones that I'm just kind of coming up with here, uh, and I don't know if if this makes sense to you, but 
I find that the, the ultimate in, in really serving people is that when we kind of put ourselves out there and, and, you know, it's like a face to face interaction, whether it's through Skype or in person and we kind of put ourselves, um, and we might fail or we might get critiqued in the face or we might get a blank look or, or we might be called out. like, you know, like, well, why would anybody pay you, you know, for this, whatever it is. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of like the, like the, uh, the, the sports bit and maybe all that other stuff, you know, like writing, writing books and doing podcasts and, and, and updating websites. Maybe that's more like, you know, like stretching and doing kind of that kind of like maintenance work that's in the background that will allow us to do the actual thing that we need to do that creates value better. Maybe, maybe who, who can know? Absolutely. Um, I guess in a sense, in terms of the exercise thing, I'm comforted because I know that I don't have to worry about my physical health because I've got it. Yeah. I will do what I need to do. If I put another half a stone on, I'll do what I need to do. My body looks all right. Mm. I've got a bit extra weight than I could do, a bit of a curvy stomach. Um, so what? Mm. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I go to swimming, gym. still want to do it. At the moment, not forever, but right now. So I kind of know, oh, I've got the health bit, so maybe I've got the money bit too. Mm. Maybe I've got the money bit. I, I'm not worrying about that. I, sometimes I worry about the health thing, but most of the time I don't. I'm no, oh, this is what I'm doing. Mm. So I go for odd runs, and I, I just kind of run without forcing it. And I, I just, I just want to enjoy it. So I, and I, may, I may be wrong, and maybe this enjoying it notion isn't, always possible in life maybe you've got to push maybe it's got to hurt maybe maybe i'm wrong but at the moment i can't seem to do it other than what i'm doing mm. like i could have got a job like a, a bad job nine to five job an office job and I, I made some sort of efforts to do that it didn't really come to much my heart wasn't in it yeah so i didn't get a job it's all odd. I don't, you know, again, I don't really know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Uh, I kind of know that I'm all right. I know that I'll do what I have to do eventually. Uh, but other than that, like, this is where I start to think about being an example. I'm not, I don't seem like I'm an example of the three principles, understanding. don't seem like I'm an example of... A, how to build a coaching practice, but that's just kind of a judgment of of my life and what it means at the moment and what I see. Mm. You know, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I, I don't know where I'm going. Mm. But and that's I'm, okay I'm, too. I I I, I don't mind. Mm. I don't mind because every every I meet people on the way. I have conversations with people that I wouldn't expect. I, I deeply connect with people. Mm. Little miracles of connection happening. Um, I like that. Yeah. And things that bother people like Donald Trump, Brexit, crises in various countries, they don't, they're not bothering me. They, they, they're not, I don't get, there's no fear generated when I think about those things. Hmm. They might not be ideal situations, but it's, it's, it's just human beings doing their thing from what they know as they've always done. Mm. Sometimes it's a fearful action, sometimes it's a loving action. It works out. That's what I see, it works out. Mm. So I don't, I don't worry about it, I don't. It doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't uh, occur to me to worry about these things because I know there's pointless. It, it, I wish it didn't occur to me to worry about money, but it does. Mm. A little. And worrying about not worrying about money. That occurs to me. <laughs> that's such a wonderful uh, I feel example. Like a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, that sounds like a wonderful example that, uh, you know, worrying about, like, uh, not worrying. And uh, because it's it's exactly what happens that, you know, we have a, we have a thought and then sometimes we, we just start putting more thoughts on top of that. And then we end up, it, it gets completely uh, out of control and and, uh, you know, sometimes we're like, we're like, oh, I hate being angry. And then like, I'm, I'm angry that I'm not angry. And then, you know, you, we yeah, all have yeah, those yeah, kind yeah. of like instances that why am I not reacting this way? I should be. And it just shows that it's, 
Yeah. yeah, it's just thought. It's it's never the circumstance. It's never the it's never the people or the events in our lives. It's it's just what thinking that happens to flow through us in that moment. And maybe maybe like this this um, you could call it quote self imposed poverty um, situation that I'm in. Maybe this is me being in a situation and mm. seeing. Look, I'm still okay. I mean, I don't. I don't think you have to be in any situation that's a bad situation to be okay. But I don't know. It's just. It's. It's. Um. I. 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 You know. I. I don't want to be. I don't want to be happy and everything be okay. And then look at all my. Look at my situation. Everything's great. I, I, that doesn't seem like a great example to me. Look. Look at me. I'm a millionaire. I'm so happy. Now I've found this understanding. Look at me, I've, I'm married with beautiful children and everything's going well for me because of this understanding. You know, that just seems like a bit of a hollow look at me. You know, look at me, I'm homeless. I'm not homeless, but look at me, I'm homeless and I've never been so happy in my life. Mm. That, I'd like to hear that example. Yeah, uh, I, met a, I met a guy in Amsterdam years and years ago. I was out with some friends and... And uh, I think he was a, he was an American guy, and he just had enough of the nine to five, you know, life like working, and you know, all the all the debt and and the consumerism. And he just come to Europe, and yeah. and he was just living off the streets. And he had this massive shopping trolley that he was just pushing through the streets of Amsterdam, and he was collecting stuff. And he was so happy, and he said he'd been doing that for three years. And, um, no, that's incredible. Uh, and, and it just shows that it's, it's, because so many times, you know, there's these happiness indexes that we do like rank countries. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and Finland, oh, very often we, we rank, uh, very close to the top. Yay. And, and it's, and, but the, but where, where that comes from is that happiness is seen as a, as a formula of like education and, and, you know, healthcare and, yeah. and how much crime there is and how long people live and how well, you know, the social security system works and all this stuff. But it's really not. That's that's not at all what makes people happy. And the one thing that in this country that we have a lot of times is that people are so afraid to uh, make any connection with strangers. That a lot of times Finns will just walk everywhere and pretend that the other person wasn't even there. They'll just look down, you know, like nothing there. And and as someone who who spent a lot of years living abroad when I was younger, I've always found that. Um, incredibly sad that you know there's all mm -hmm. these people that you pass pass by and and and, and they don't they, they don't even want to look beyond them because what if the interaction isn't super pleasant you know what if it might be a little bit uncomfortable yeah. or what if you don't know what to say or all these things yeah. so so we, we we walk around with blinders on and we only talk to our friends in bars unless we're really drunk and then and then we might you know like get to know somebody yeah so you know it, it doesn't it doesn't really sound like one of the happiest populations on earth to me you know if, if you if you ask me I see, yeah, yeah. Because That's an interesting observation of of your fellow man and woman. Yeah. Like for example, in supermarkets, um, if somebody needs to get by, nine out of ten people will not say "excuse me." They'll just start to kind of squeeze by. Oh. And that's, but you know, they don't push through, but they kind of squeeze by, and that the kind of like little squeezing is kind of like their polite way of saying that I'm just coming oh, through. But they don't. That's but they, really sweet. But but they don't want to have any kind of like social connection with anybody if they don't have to. Yeah, yeah. And that's the amazing yeah. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But you've obviously got some good things going on because, because, you know, I could I could say some stuff about British people as well. Mm. Um, uh, that we, we you know we're a little bit kind of stuffy and rep repressed and not expressing and mm. ourselves and not asking for things, um, but then we have a great sense of humour. Well, yeah. I think a sense of humour. And I don't know if we're as happy as Finnish people, but there's there's a there is a you know there's, there's a human spirit comes through, doesn't it? All of mm. us really it finds a way. It finds a way. It, yeah. it comes to all of us. Thinking seems to prevent us from being happy, or thinking about our lot, as it were. Mm. Um, like that guy, the homeless guy, he was in the moment. And, yeah. and what, you know, he seemed very naked and an insecure kind of experience to, to most of us, but he was happy. 
Uh, he just followed his inner wisdom, and that's what he did. I'm not intended to join him, I'd say, but... Um, not yet, anyways. But, you know, if, if that's you ever, ever, ever choose, you know, you'll know where to find that guy. He might not be there anymore. <laughs> he might not be, yeah. Maybe he might he have read Mike, Michael Neal's book and he, he could have had, had a had a moment of clarity. Because he, he might think being happy means having nothing, mm. having no responsibilities. And that's not true either. Oh, that's right. Thank you for our conversation, I'd say. I feel I've rambled a little, but oh, the, the bills is going. I've, I live by clocks. That's mm. just that's coincidental. Um, <laughs> but thank you. Oh, I, thank I, you. We've covered a few topics. I hope it, hopefully it hasn't been too rambling to any potential podcast listeners. No, I, I think I, I really enjoyed it, and, and, and I think uh, it was wonderful to hear you kind of open up about, you know, how, how you're thinking and seeing the world at the moment, and and you know the the thoughts that are occurring to you about your your situation. I think it was, I think it was wonderful to to hear how you see the world. Okay, well I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad that that's your experience of my sharing. Mm. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episodes in Troubled Thinking. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on iTunes, because this will help other listeners discover us as well. We hope you have a great week, and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.